Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Buckle your seatbelt because we're going to go deep today into the psyche of the human soul. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how attachments are the source of our suffering. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. I welcome you. We go on this journey at least once a week. We've been publishing some of these a couple times a week, but I'm uh, committed to continuing to dive into some deeper subjects with you. I suspect that if you're listening to this and you listen on an ongoing basis that you are prepared for this because you know that I'm a big fan of talking about stuff that nobody else wants to talk about. And that is the topic today. And the topic is attachments and how our attachments are the source of a lot of our suffering. And in the work that I do, you've probably heard me talk about the idea of mindset, how our mindset influences everything that we do, everything that we say, all of our results. Because the mindset is such an important part, I decided that it would be best if we could identify what are some of those mindsets that we need to be aware of. And I'm not talking about changing them, I'm just talking about being aware of them. Because once we're aware, then we have some hope to change them. And one of the main tenets of our fundamental shifts that we use is this idea that we have to move from a state of attachment to a state of detachment. And I'm talking here to sales professionals, VPs, CEOs. I'm talking to the business community here. And I coach a lot of people in my mastermind groups, my leadership groups called World Class Sales Leader. I do a lot of uh, individual coaching for company CEOs and a lot of training of sales teams. And when I bring up this topic of detachment, it sometimes gets twisted a little bit. And maybe I haven't been good enough uh, at explaining it as I should have been, but that's why we're doing this podcast today. When you hear the word detachment, when I talk about it, it t typically gets categorized as, well, I'm detached from the deal. I'm detached from whether a person buys or not. And that's a, that's a healthy thing. I don't want to be so detached that I don't care. And so I've talked about on this podcast and, and some of my writings is that we don't want to be that detached. There is a healthy detachment and a strong detachment where we don't care any more about making the sale than the customer does about getting their problem solved. If we want the sale worse than the customer wants their problem solved or their dream realized, then we are out of control because this is not about us and we're making it about us when we become attached. But there is another level of attachment. I want to give you a story of a lady who came to me and uh, she's in one of my groups and she's uh, doing really well. But when she came, 
She came to me as a, she's probably 40 years old and she was already pretty accomplished. She was in frontline sales, but she had a vast amount of knowledge about her business, about her customers, about some of the problems they experienced. She was really good. Let's give her a name. Let's call her Katie. All right. So I do have some clients named Katie. This is not you, Katie, if you're listening, or the other Katie, if you're listening. This is just, this is just an anonymous name I picked out of a hat. And Katie came to me and she said, I need to grow my income. I need to scale my business. I'm at a point in my life where I need to be two or three Xing my income. And she started talking about detachment a little bit. She goes, you know, I get so hung up and I get so attached to deals that I know I make mistakes in the sales process because I want to work with people. And it's not about getting the deal that she's attached to, she, she claimed. It was more about, I want to work with good people. And when a good person comes along and they have a problem that I can fix, I get really eager to help them. And she acknowledged and was aware enough uh, to say that her eagerness gets in the way. And it does. And it did. And it does for a lot of us. So we started talking a little bit about this concept of attachment. And I said, you know, as part of your scaling your business, you have enough knowledge and wisdom that you should be sharing that. You should be sharing it on LinkedIn, through video, through audio. Maybe it's a podcast. And forget about whether what the platform is that we recommended, because that really is irrelevant. It was more about her taking some of this knowledge packaging it up into little vignettes and sharing it with the world or primarily her prospect base so that they could see how Katie thought, what she thought about, how she viewed the problems that her prospects and and suspects and clients have. And it would have been an awesome way for her to scale the business because she had a very defined market niche. And so it was really easy for her to put digital products and, and content in front of them. And she got very quiet when I suggested this. And she said to me, I can't do that. I said, okay, well, let's move to suggestion number two then. No, I didn't say that. She said, I just can't do that. That's just not me. I said, all right, well, we need to talk about that. So tell me what's going on there. She says, well, what's going on is that I am so conscious and longing for the approval of my mates and of my my clients and my peers inside the company and inside the industry, that I have this feeling about, well, well, who am I to produce this? There's people who are smarter than me who should be doing this, and they're not, but who am I to do it? And that's that's kind of a popular, and people like Katie don't come along that often where they're so self-aware that they're able to say, this is my hang-up. Because a lot of times people come to me in the coaching and we have to discover the hang-up. But for her, she knew the hang-up. I said, well, what, how did you get this feeling? Tell me where that came from. What, how, what, how were you shaped growing up or in your formative years or high school? How were you shaped to have this opinion? And she got into a pretty in-depth conversation. I'm not going to go into it um, because it uh, contains some... Uh, you know, some harsh realities of growing up. And she had parents who were very, they had extremely high expectations of her. A C and a B on the report cards were never, were never tolerated. So she was just worked her, you know, what off to be a straight A student, got into a great college, graduated, got her MBA. I mean, you know, the, the whole, the whole line. And now she's 40 years old And that desire to get straight A's, in this case, or to be perfect, is now in her way. 
So for her to go from $100,000 to $300,000 a year ain't going to happen without some kind of digital presence online, I don't think, where she can actually proclaim some of her expertise. So here was an attachment that she had that overran the attachment to or desire for more income. This internal attachment to being thought of as perfect, to having extremely high expectations, not want to make a mistake. I can't shoot video because what if people, what if I'm found out? You know, what if I'm not enough? And that's the crap that bothers us all. Deep down, we all have this idea that we're not enough. And it probably comes from, it definitely comes from growing up. Some of us have it. Some of us don't. It's a spectrum. Some of us, some of us, it rules our life. And some of us, we can kind of let go of it. But for her, it was in the way, and it was an attachment to the, to the longing and to the feeling of being accepted, not making a mistake, not putting yourself out there in a way that might cause someone to rebuff you. So the reason I bring the story up is because we all have attachments. Attachments are the source of all of our suffering. And I'm speaking to you not as someone who doesn't have this problem. I wouldn't even talk about it if I didn't have it. I wouldn't know how to talk about it. I talk about it because I have it and because I've continually been working through some of these old thought forms and this old self and how I, how I identify myself that gets in my way, gets in my way from serving people like you and from serving the market that I love to serve sales, people, sales, professionals, VPs of sales, leaders, CEOs. And if I can't get around that, if I can't solve that deficit of, of attachment, then I'm not going to publish anything. So once Katie became aware of what the issue was, it wasn't about video and about whether she had the right camera or not, although she started to go down that path. That's not the path. That's not the real issue. The real issue is to let go of attachments. Easier said than done, but that's the real solution here. So here's what I'd like you to do. We all have attachments. They create intentions. So now my intention doesn't become to do what's best for the customer. It becomes to avoid what I'm attached to or to avoid the things that, that will jeopardize my attachments. So in her case, perfectionism. So I'll avoid anything that might put me in a vulnerable position of being rebuffed. And that's probably not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. So here's what I'd like you to do. I want you to think about the area of your life where you have said external problems cause me suffering. So let's just say when I lose a deal, when I lose a deal that I should have had, I, I counted on it, I put it in the bank, I put it on my forecast, put it at 95% and it didn't come through. So now I'm disappointed. Well, what that disappointment is, is an attachment. You were attached to the deal coming through. So the question then, you have to look deeper and say, okay, what am I really attached to? Was it approval? Was it the notion of, I love it when people appreciate the job I've done, so I love going back to the office and say, hey, boss, we got it. And they say, oh, man, that's awesome. Good job. And that feels so good. So I'm, I'm attached to the feeling, and so I'm doing everything I can to avoid the opposite feeling. And the magic of this is that once you identify it and start to look at, well, how did I get there? What happened in my 
early years, early business years, early childhood years that caused this because it takes away our freedom. And when we're walking on eggshells with prospects because we want a deal, we're probably not doing the right things to get the deal. And we're certainly not helping them. We're not bringing up the difficult situations. We're not bringing up any objections. We're letting them bring up the objections and we're on the defensive. So we, we literally let the prospect down because of our attachments. So figure out where you might have picked up on this attachment, where, where it might have shaped you and who might have contributed to that. And then just think about letting that go. Saying, you know what, as of today, I'm a new human being. I am not encumbered by my enslavements of the past. I'm not encumbered by what I've called the long black bag of stuff that we carry around with us, like that need for approval in Katie's case. Just start making a conscious effort to release and to be free. And to even say, which I do, and and I've got a lot of clients to do that, is, you know what, when I go into a first call, my goal is to declare my detachment. And I don't declare it by saying, you know what, I don't really give a damn if you do business with me or not. I'm going to be okay. Life goes on. You know, buy from me. Don't buy from me. I don't really care. No, of course not. It's not that. But you could say, look, I'm going to, in this process, I don't know where it's going or where we're headed and whether you're going to like my solution or if you even have a problem worth my solution. But let's have an agreement that at any time, if either one of us feels like it just doesn't feel right, that we call that out and we tell each other, look, you know what? I don't think we're going down the right path here. I really would appreciate that. I'll do it if you're agreeable to it. And so now we have an agreement. We have an agreement. We're not going to lie to each other. We're not going to pretend. You're not going to drag me along. Although, again, I'm not saying this. You're not going to drag me along until finally you say it's, it's not a fit. But if we can have that kind of agreement and we can proclaim that detachment, A, it's good for your soul. It allows you freedom to operate. So if if they say, well, yeah, this is good. I like that. By the way, you're not going to get a chance to talk to anybody inside the company. It's just me. You have a chance to say, well, that's just not going to work in your own fine, elegant way. So once we are free of the attachment, I'm just, I want you to work on one. I want you to work on all of them because there's probably more than one. But typically an attachment comes from us coping with stuff early in life that caused us to want to be safe, caused us to want to be loved, caused us to want to belong. And when that's threatened, we now start to create attachments. We start to create coping mechanisms. Okay, if I want to be safe and loved and belonging, I will do anything I can growing up to be safe and loved and belong even if it violates some of our true values, even if it violates who we are as a human being. We all conform based on the way society and our teachers and sometimes our parents or scripting or culture wants us to be. So now we wake up at 40 years old and we can't shoot video on LinkedIn and really scale our business and help other people, help our prospects get a solution that's going to transform their lives, all because of crap that happened early. So if you'll do that, think about the attachment that you might have and just think about one area of your business life. Maybe it's afraid of having tough conversations with people. Maybe you're a leader and you have to have a very difficult conversation with one of your people. They're not performing. They're not even doing the right action. Somehow they're stuck. 
you got to have that conversation. And you don't like having that conversation because it brings back memories of difficult conversations people had to have with you and how uncomfortable you felt, whatever it is. You have to identify where it came from. Then step two is I want you to change your intention. I want you to operate at a different level of intention. So you've released the attachment. You've said, okay, from this point forward, I'm not going to, I'm going to be aware of when I get attached to certain situations. So it's just an awareness thing at some point at, at the first step. Then you're going to change your intention. And the intention can't be about preserving your attachment. It can't be about, well, I'm going to only put my, my intention is to put myself only in situations where I'm going to be safe and not found out. You've got to change your intention to be more focused on the prospect. How can I serve them? My intention here is to help you discover and find the real problem so that if you ask me to help you, we're going to work on the real problem to solve, not just on some faux problem because I didn't have the courage to almost said something else. I'm not going to have the courage to ask you the difficult questions. So if you change your intention away from yourself and protecting your own attachments and to the prospect it will be a release of energy that you won't believe. You won't believe how this is going to help you because you're going to be free now. No longer are you going to be a hostage to the long black bag we drag behind us. You're not going to be a hostage at all. You're going to be operating from a true sense of self and in a present moment sense without any of the hunger for the deal or the hunger to be approved of. And again, I just want you to work on this one attachment. Now, this is hard stuff, and I realize it, and it's probably, uh, there's coaching that could be involved in it, but I wanted to at least introduce it to you because this podcast is a vehicle for me to share some of the things. And again, as I said earlier, this is stuff I'm working on, and all of my colleagues, are everybody I know in my programs, we always start here. Because if we don't start here, then we start working on stuff that never gets implemented. I'm sure you've been to trainings before, as have I, where it's like, oh, that was great. Oh, that's a good idea. And then we do nothing with it. We don't implement anything. Why? It's not because we can't. It's because we won't. Because something inside of us is screaming at us, better not do that. Better not shoot video for LinkedIn, Katie. That's Katie talking to herself, by the way. It's not me talking to her. So until we get past those, growth becomes almost impossible. And you can work yourself to death going from 100000 a year to 300000 a year, and you can work 20 hours a day, and it will burn you out. Or you can take a look at what we're talking about here and make that effort to get to $300,000 a whole lot easier. Go to BillKasky.com. I've got some videos there. I've got a uh, newsletter that I publish every couple of days, once a week, a couple times a week, whenever the spirit moves me. So if you'll go to BillCaskey.com, you'll be able to get access to all that. I've got a class coming up, too. It's not ready yet, but be looking for it. It's called the Caskey class. But uh, I'm going to do a uh, about a 30-minute free class on this, and I want you to be a part of it. So I'll see you next time, and I love having you with me, and I hope this has been uh, somewhat meaningful today, and it causes you to stop and think about this. That's really my goal. See ya. Bye. If you want more Caskey, go to BillCaskey.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe too.